Alrighty, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Welcome back to Swing the Twig. I'm Tommy Franks, and back is Anthony Colasano. As per usual, we are missing Jeff and Dom um, for other reasons, but they should all be here on Thursday, so that's good news. But Anthony's here, and that's just fine. So what's going on, dude? Not much. Uh, you know, we're dwindling towards the end of the season. It's kind of a uh, kind of sucks. Um, you know. But that means postseason plays upon us. But it's just you know, we're in the uh, the final stretch of the regular season, so it's uh, en- enjoy it and trying to enjoy it while I can because you know there's some players that you know it's their last hurrah, and uh, both whether it be off the field entirely or maybe for a different team, you never know. Um, yeah, just trying to enjoy it before the playoffs start because then my stretch law is going to take go to new heights, and I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> well, what was your favorite thing that you saw this past week in baseball? Um, this past week? Ooh. Sure. Yeah, your favorite uh, favorite thing you saw. Favorite thing I saw. What did I see? Uh, I think it had to be pool. I think it had to be pools getting six ninety five only because I was texting our, our friend Racket and um ah. or no or no I was I called him and he's like um he wanted me to come over to watch the game and I could <laughs> and I couldn't because I was um I, we got the floors redone in my living room so I had oh to, nice yeah so I had to I had to stay home and um he's like oh I think Albert I think Alberta uh, is at six ninety five I said no not yet. He's at six ninety four. He's like, "Oh my bad, I thought I stretched something." And then that same day, he he smacks one. I was like, "What the heck?" So that 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 was kind of cool. But that, that should have my that should have been my like inclination to like God to be like, "Yeah, maybe you should bet pool host to go deep today." You know, <laughs> I didn't, well, and you know, yeah. <laughs> well, there's a prop on on bet three six five. I see it every time I go on there. Um, every time I do my work to do live wagers. And there's a prop actually still that's still I think still up yeah, uh, for Albert Pujols to hit 700 home runs, and the number keeps getting worse and worse. It it started at plus 700 about I want to say three or so weeks ago, maybe a month ago now. It's around plus 350, plus 400 uh, now. So that's pretty appealing, is it not? I mean, he only needs five more. Yeah, he needs five more. I'm thinking about twenty something games, but the problem is, and this is what sucks for Albert, and this is why I was kind of upset in the new CBA agreement was that you know there's no DH, right? You know, so we can't. You know, it sucks for him because if there is that DH, I think he gets to the he gets there no problem because he's playing mm-hmm. more games, but he's limited in the amount of games he plays. Now, granted, there's twenty something games left. He needs about five more, right? And on the pace, he's kind of hitting them at. Um, especially the second half of the season, he can do it. I think he's going to pass A-Rod. I think, I think he's going to hit 697. He's going to beat Eric. He only needs two more in three weeks. Like, right. That's, that's, oh, yeah. That's doable. Um, but five Entirely. more? Eh, I mean, it's a stretch. The only way I can see him doing it is if he has like a two-home run game, then I right. think he can do it. But, you know, it's it's good to see for the game. It kind of sucks, though, that it's kind of getting like, I wouldn't say it's getting swept under the rug, but like, you know, he's not in New York, right? Mm-hmm. He's not this. I think at one point he was one of the top, you know, one of the most talked about players in the game, you know, but I think when he went to LA and his production declined, um, yeah. his popularity also went as well. Um, 
and uh and it just sucks and also and the other thing also is unfortunate is that like you know on this recent resurgence on people are kind of having their eyebrows raised a little bit because they're like steroids question mark you know because that's unfortunately it's like yeah. right you can't we can't we can't enjoy nice things you know because <laughs> he's he's 42 and you know it's like is it you know you you have to question it and i've 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 had my doubt i've i've questioned it too but then again i'm like all right why would he be why would and someone said this why would he juice for potentially like three months to ruin his entire legacy yeah, granted totally like agree. granted let's see if he is right he gets caught good good goodbye hall of fame you never know? forget the allegations of his uh lying about his age we talked about that uh last week yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was that. Yeah, there's that too, which I think is uh, I think got squandered. But but yeah, but I yeah. I really don't think he's doing. You know, I don't think he, he was. And if he, if he did do it, I think he would have done it a while ago because he str- he sucked in L.A. or at least yeah. towards the end of the deal. Um, you talking about with the Angels, right? Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't good. He was getting injured a lot, and I'm sure right it frustrated him. They weren't making the playoffs. But, you know, he didn't do it then, so why would he do it now when he's on his final hurrah? They could potentially win the World Series, right? He could go out on top. There is that he possibility. He very well could. So, he very well could. So, so, there's that. so I don't think he's doing it, but um, but back to the chase. I think he's going to hit 697, 700. He's got to have he, – he's, he's, he's got to go nuts in the last three weeks to get there. I'm not going to put it past him, but it's going to be – it'll be a stretch, and I'm sure he's thinking about it too. Which probably well, is like I, him. Yeah, like I said, the only advantage he has over most guys... Well, I think A-Rod had it because A, I think the Yankees... Correct me if I'm wrong. Did the Yankees go to the postseason in his last year? 20... Uh, they... they, they uh, the, the one-game wild card, they lost to the Astros. But but you got to remember with A-Rod, he didn't play a full season. He retired in that July. That is very true. So, that is I very mean, true. <laughs> I mean, technically... A Rod could have hit four more home runs, right? He had like mm-hmm. he had like 50, 60 plus games left, so I think right. he would have uh, he would have without a doubt. But you know, there were some at the time him and upper management did not get along. Yeah, and, and I think that's was, the thing, right? Uh, and um, you, you know, know with, they had to do what they had to do. A-Rod and 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 the difference between him and Pujols is just um, that that you know, like you said, and, and Pujols is playing partial partial season, right? Like it's not full you know, full season baseball for Pujols. He's only played like a third of the games, right? Yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's that too. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, the give thing or take, is, yeah. the advantage that Pujols has is that they're going to the playoffs. That's pretty much, they're seven and a half ahead of Milwaukee now. So when you, when you think of that, right, hopefully they go deep. And if they remember, if they go deep, I guarantee you, they're mm-hmm. going to give them yeah, that's chances. Around. Right. I mean, he's not a bad hitter. He's not a, I don't, would you consider him mediocre now? Or would you could still consider still consider him elite now. But I mean, he's mediocre to average. You know, I think that you know there are definitely players who are a lot younger than him that aren't better, like Cody Bellinger, Joey Gallo. Like you know, like those guys are playing daily and they suck. So, and you yeah, gotta remember, true. this guy's That's a, a two-time point. champion. You know, with with regard, he knows to, what to do. With regard to Pujols, I mean, it's he. It looks like he just hasn't really aged. I mean, we saw the performance in the Derby. You saw the performance this whole second half. He's grinding it out, and this is the time really where you see guys just get tired. 
and they get exhausted at this point where it's like, all right, you know, 162 games, you know, that's a grind. No, not the case uh, for Pujols. And he's, he's still feeling energized. He knows this is his last year to go out um, on, on top potentially. And, and that's the advantage he has. Uh, well, with that in mind, we can, we can move forward. Uh, AC, we can talk about these predictions here. See, you want to hold up on these. What do you foresee to be in the postseason? I know we're, we're really looking very far out, but the postseason World Series matchup right now, looking at the the teams, how they're performing, who do you think is the best World Series matchup at the moment? Sure. Um, now, um, I hate, I hate, I hate to do this. Right now, I gotta go. Right now, I gotta go. Houston, LA. Right now, you think Houston over the that could change. Uh, but you think Houston's gonna, gonna take on the Dodgers? You think, so that means you think the Dodgers are gonna beat the Mets? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just think they. I don't know. It's tough. Because I know the Mets had the pitching staff, but the Dodgers have more of like the pedigree on their side. Um, and then with Houston, where I'm just looking at the competition. I mean, look, I don't know what the Yankees are going to be like in a couple weeks, right? I mean, Reggio just went down. Stanton is likely going on the IL because I think his Achilles flared up again, which I'm just like, that's wonderful. Um you know, and we're and you know, and, and we've like you said it before, and I'm sure you guys talked about it. You know, in my absence, um, uh, in the second half of the season, we suck. So there's that, and then you have the Indians who are good, but not a great team, right? I think they're in a very weak division. Um, and then you know, you have Seattle, Toronto, um, Minnesota. I think they're in that mix, the wild card mix, and like those teams are good and all, but like they're not like an. Like, I don't think they're going to take over Houston. Um, so that's my prediction right now. I still – I, I like the Dodgers' level of experience Probably. with the guys they but this have. this is right now. And I've said this before on the podcast, especially lately in the past week or so. The Dodgers have the – the Yankees should really take lessons from the Dodgers as far as fundamental, uh, fundamentally at the plate, fundamentally in the field. Um, that's first for them. It's always about the basics, getting them right, and, and they're such professional hitters the whole time. Every single game you see it. And that's why the Dodgers are such a good team. It's not it's not good luck or stardom. It's because they, they do the basics right. And for that reason, I want to say the Dodgers go to the World Series with you. But something about the Mets uh, with their series this, with their seri- season this year, excuse me. The Mets just – I know they don't have the playoff experience and all. And they only have Max Scherzer that has truly won a World Series on that team that, that, is, that has been there and all that and done it. But it's, I like the Mets in the situation. This is their rare time. And I don't think the Mets are going to get this kind of opportunity again. You know, DeGrom's in a contract year, I think, this year. Uh, it's just a really, really, it's an opportunistic time for the Mets, in my opinion, for them to strike. Uh, will they? And they have a good closer now. Will they do it? I mean, you know, time will tell. But I, I like the Dodge. I like the Mets to squeak by the Dodgers, maybe. But I still, you know, the thing about the Dodgers is just, like I said, they're so fundamentally sound. They're so strong offensively. Um, it's it's hard to count out the Dodgers. It really it really is. But I want to make a case for the Mets at some point here. Um, 
I don't know. I, I do like the Mets. Do you still like them to win the, the division, by the way? I think the I think they'll win the division. Um, I mean, yeah, it's gonna be a tight race, you know. It, but yeah, I th- I think they can do it, you know. And I and I have to agree with you, right? You can make a strong case for the Mets, and right, you can go either way for the Dodgers or Mets to make the World Series because you have right the two, not well, two one of the best one two punches in the game in Scherzer and Degrom, right? And you have a potent offense went hot and you have a, a dominant closer now when Edwin Diaz who's you know finally coming into his own and you know at least shining somewhat a light on that Seattle trade right because now it's looking good in their favor because before like right he was he wasn't doing well Cano was a shell of himself and then Cano got released and like all right well Diaz is the savior of the trade and thank god he's performing um but you're right, and it is an opportunistic time for them to also kind of punch their ticket and kind of win a ring because right, they got to worry about the Grom in the offseason. Just like how we got to worry about Judge, they got to worry about the Grom because he's going <laughs> to want excess of $50 million per year. That's what the reports are saying. you know. And I mean, like, who's going to give him that, right? He's had the long injury history. He's not getting any younger. I think he's like 33, 34. So it's like – it's going to be tough. And, and and if the Mets sign him, let's say they do it, right? They're really tight in their payroll. They can't have any wiggle room, right? Because then they have DeGrom, Scherzer, Lindor. That's three guys making over $30 million a year. Oh. And I, I, there's, yeah, Marte, I mean, he's not making that much. Well, he's not making as much as much compared to them. But right, he's I, in the I books, totally right? Agree. So, like, they got to really be careful, you know? About about how they spend their money, you know, and obviously Steve Cohen, right? He's got deep pockets. That's great, but you know, MLB has put in rules and tax level brackets to make sure that teams like the Yankees, like the Mets, like the Red Sox, the Phillies, the Dodgers, Padres. You could probably put in that they don't spend. <laughs> yeah, or that, that's, or that's that, the if they do the spend thing, a lot, right? they're going to get so, hit with serious penalties now. Yeah, I agree. Now moving forward here. We do we even have to debate AC the the MVP in the American League? I mean, yeah, we're Yankee fans and all, but um, I think it's oh uh, well, yeah, by far. No, it, it's it's Judge. I'm sorry. Like I, I get what people say. I mean, I get what people say about Otani, right? And and I do agree with him, right? He's having another great season, but like, but like this is like like this is my thing, right? I, I understand, right? He is leading every offensive category and pitching category on his team, right? That is like one in a million. However, Judge is doing something that we haven't seen, right? I know people are saying we haven't seen this in 100 years from Shohei. I get it. They said that last year. He won the MVP. What Aaron Judge is doing this season has not been done naturally in 60 years. So, like, you have to put that in consideration of that, you know, what he's doing is unfathomable in, in, in a league where pitching is at an all-time high in terms of, like, success rate, let's just say, right? Pitchers are velocities faster, you know, stuff's more tighter. Um, it's just, you know, it, we're, we're in a um, – what's the word? Like a golden era for, like, pitch – a golden era pitching, I would say. Let's just say that, right, in terms of, like – Velocity and, and and movement and, and and how well their stuff is, um, and what Judge is doing is just remarkable. And he has the highest WAR, 
out of anybody, and it's not even close. All right, AC, I mean, to win the, the NL MVP, we talked a lot about the AL. Is there no contest in the NL either between Paul Goldschmidt and maybe Manny Machado, Nolan Arenado? I think Manny- it's, I mean, it's Goldschmidt. I mean, he's in the, I mean, he has a chance to win the Triple Crown, you know, at, at, at what he's doing. If I look right now, as of Tuesday, he is, if my MLB app wants to load, he is leading the league in batting average. Aaron Judge right. has him in home runs. He is two home runs shy of having the lead in home runs. And he is leading his league, the National League, in RBIs by one, right? He's got to worry about Pete Alonzo. He's got Pete Alonzo really worry about him. That's really it. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, if he can, if, 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 if Schwarber and Austin Riley can kind of cool off for a little bit and he can kind of take off, I think he's going to. I think he's going to do it, and then he's going to have it. Like, it's going to be a wrap. I think it's already been a wrap. I just think kind of, um, you know, what he's done for St. Louis and kind of, again, propelling them to the playoffs. And and granted, look, he's had his moments like Judge has where he's come close, but he hasn't won it. And I think, look, the baseball guards are going to notice what he's done, and I think he's going to win it. I just think he he, he has no contest. It he I think he locked it up. Um Coming into the month, it's it's his to lose, and I don't think he's losing it. And it's truly incredible. I mean, he has he could legitimately be the first National League player since Joe Medwick in nineteen thirty seven. Yes, nineteen thirty seven to win the triple crown. And he's doing it not just for a team that maybe could uh get bounced really quickly like Shohei. He's he's likely to win the division by seven and a half games right now. I mean, that's that's really crazy. I mean, AC, is there, is there a case for Mookie Betts that you can make at all in this situation? Because there are a couple writers who, on this ESPN poll, would vote for Mookie Betts. No, I, I don't. No, I mean, I don't. I mean, Mookie... I mean, he could win it. You know, I know he's he won the A. I mean, right? He'd be one of the few players to win it in both leagues. I think maybe only the second player, other than Frank Robinson. Um, but no, I just think it's going to be tough, just because of where Goldsmith is in terms of the stature, in terms of his batting average. I mean, he's got him beat by over fifty points. You know, right. and he's producing just as just as, if not better, or definitely better home run or not home run power numbers. You know, than Mookie. So. You know, and his OPS. I mean, Mookie's OPS is nine twenty one. Goldschmidt's is one one point zero three one. Like it's not even it's not even close. So, right, and that's that's true. So okay, there's the case for Mookie, I guess, uh, which he's done a lot for for the Dodgers. But I mean, Manny Machado too. I mean, there's I think there's more of a case for Manny Machado than there is Mookie Betts. For for if you had to put someone of those two in the NL MVP, excluding Goldschmidt, of course. Right. No. Yeah. You could definitely. And I think Machado at one point was the favorite, but then you know the he in, was. the injury killed him. Yes. You know the now injury, that you reminded me of that. You know the injury did kill him, unfortunately. Right. I mean, granted, he's only out a couple of weeks, but right, a couple of weeks can really make or break your case for an MVP in any league, right? Football, basketball, hockey, baseball. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and it killed him. Um, but and he's having a great season. He was my pick going into this season to an MVP, and that was a. But in 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 June, right? That looked like a great pick. I wish I picked Goldschmidt, right. but you know, 
<laughs> can't can't change that. But uh, sure. But yeah, I mean, he is. Uh, I mean, great. He's thirty still. He's still. You know, he's with the pot. You know, he's with the Potters. He's got nice protection. Um, you know, with Juan Soto and Tatis when he comes back. So I'm not going to rule it out for Machado to – like I think he's going to win it in his lifetime. I think in the next three years he is going to secure the MVP. Absolutely. I, I totally agree. Now let's go to the Cy Youngs, the American League Cy Youngs. Is it Justin Verlander? It looks like Justin Verlander for sure. Dylan Cease has a couple votes here, and Dylan Cease nearly had a no-hitter recently. Shohei, I think, is there just because he can do both, but what do I know? I, I got to give it to Verlander, AC. Yeah, I mean, even, even with him out with the calf strain for the next two weeks, right? I mean, he is putting up a unbelievable season at the age that he is at, right? He's in his late 30s, and it's just basically schooling everybody um, on the planet. So I think it's it's his to, it's it I think it's his um, and this would be I think his third no or fourth I think I think so third or fourth it'd be his third or fourth because I'm trying to think I think he lost I think he no it'd be his third it would be his third because um, he should have won it when he was with Detroit but then Rick Brosello snubbed him of it because he had more wins than him even though he beat him right. in every other category but wins. Um, and um, then then Verlander beat Cole the year that everyone thought Cole should have won it, even though Verlander put up a great season too. But Cole um, was the ace of that staff. Verlander was it was like one A and one B. Cole was one A. Verlander right. was one B that year. Um, so right, I think right, right. he is going to win his. Um, I think he's going to win his uh, his third Cy Young and just kind of kind of put a stamp on the legacy, and you know, kind of just you know, at this point he has nothing else to prove. Right, because I think the only thing left for him to prove was could he still perform after, you know, after the after the injury to his arm, the age, and everything like that. And this would really basically be the base, the biggest f you would be like, yeah, I'm still the shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the American League. Now the National League is nearly just as dominant. I got to give it to Alcantara on this side, but there are a couple couple people making the case for Aaron Nola of the Phillies. Now. Alcantara has a 2.36 ERA, second best in the National League. Uh, he's thrown 25% more innings than than um, than uh, Justin Verlander. Sorry, and you know this is it's a crazy season that Alcantara is putting up. And of course, Dom has him on the on his fantasy team, who he's he's killing it. But Alcantara looks looks dominant. AC, I I, I don't see many bad starts from him. Is there a case to be made for an Aaron Nola other than Alcantara? I mean, Aaron Nola. I mean, I'm looking. Aaron, oh, the Phillies. Yeah, I mean, Aaron Nola's, Aaron Nola's area is, yeah, he's at 3.36. I mean, that's right. not the greatest. I mean, you mean, yeah, I mean, the Julio Urias with the 2.29, Kaltar 2.36, Gallon of the D backs 2.42. But um, I think what Alcantara is doing for a very, very mediocre. Marlins team, you know, I yeah. just I think it's his, right? He's gonna hit the two hundred innings plateau. He's got he's ten away from that. Um he's had the most complete games um uh, by any major leaguer this season. And, you know, I just think, you know, they and he was the big piece, I think, in that Romuto trade. Yes. 
so you know it's it like you know it's like as much as the Phillies got their guy right and you know I I want to say that's working out for them because he's putting up good numbers as a catcher right the 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 Marlins got got an ace right you know and you know if he was the Cy Young Philly fans would be like hmm do we really do we really wish we did that trade because granted right then Alcantara could have been on their team right and it could have been Wheeler Nola and Alcantara. That's a nasty. That's a nasty one, two, three. You know, so it's uh, it's it's tough, right? Because at the time, Real Mutual was the best hitting catcher, um, you know, in baseball. Um, that's incredible. So it's you know, it's like it's like you pick and choose. Um, but yeah, I think it's Alcantara's. Um, you know, even though you can make the case for for Urias and Gallon and you know maybe Nola to an extent. Or other guys too, but I just think that with what he's doing um, for a very mediocre team, I feel like he's mm-hmm. he. I feel like he's gonna win it because he's the only bright spot for them, really. That's very true. And Alcantara, you you know that for like you said for a mediocre ball club, whenever Alcantara goes on the mound, that every other five once every other five days or whatever it is, I think once every five, you know. He, he always he, you're guaranteed a a chance to win. It's kind of like Degrom in a sense, not obviously as lethal as Jacob Degrom, but he's he's got that feeling in him where you know he's gonna give you a chance to win every single night uh, mm-hmm. that he goes in that mound. He rarely ever gets rocked. I saw him get rocked once against the Dodgers, and that was it. I haven't seen him get rocked ever since since that Dodger Stadium game. And mm-hmm. actually, he beat the Dodgers through a complete game shutout. Uh, I think the week or the next week, the next start was against them in his home park in Lone Depot in, in Miami. So Alcantara for sure is the uh, Cy Young for me in the National League side. Let's turn to um, home runs. Will Judge get to 60? Will Judge get more or at 62? Will he get, will he get there, basically? I, I see. Like I want to say yes, I really do. But the problem is right now, and it's not his fault. It's the team's yeah. fault. He has no protection right now. Rizzo just went on the IL with migraines, right? Apparently, the epidural that he that he received back in California for his back had a bad side effect, right? So he's out for the next two weeks. John Carl Stan, I mentioned earlier, he's got the Achilles thing. He's probably going to be out for a while, right? LeMahieu is dealing with the toe injury, right? Injured at ten knee, broke his wrist, freaking freak thing. He had surgery, I believe, today. Yes. There's not he Did. doesn't have a lot of protection right now because of how thin we are, right? Carpenter is still out with the foot injury. Um, Although he's close. He's close, but you know, like eh. He's halfway. He's halfway yeah, there. I, yeah, I'm not getting my hopes up with him, unfortunately, right? But and you know, Glaber's, you know, he's kind of on and off still. You know, Hicks is Hicks is Hicks. I, I have no words for him. <laughs> um but it's just right. He has no protection. So I mean, I want to say yes because technically he is on pace to do it based on where Roger was in '61. But like, I mean, it's gonna be tough. And I'm still shocked that the guy that that people are still pitching to him. I mean, I really am. I and know. I, 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 I like. I'm afraid at some point he's gonna get the bond treatment and they're gonna just start walking him. Like I don't know. Eventually. I don't know when. You know. So it's like, it's just you know, unless some guys can protect him, I just think that it's not. I want it to happen, I really do, but but just by the way the team is constructed right now, I just I think he'll get the sixty. I don't think he's gonna get the sixty two. Ooh. 
Yeah, I, I have my doubts about 60, even 60. If we count the playoffs, then yes. I think he'll def I think he has a chance to get there. But even then, I, I don't like the Yankees' chance to the playoffs anyway for the reasons you just said, for, for their, their struggles. I mean, I can't watch them. So, I mean, aside from that, I, I mean, if the Yankees were playing the way they were in the first half, absolutely, Judge gets to 62 and probably more than that. I would go to as I would go as high as 65 for Aaron Judge if the Yankees were playing the way they were in the first half. Um, but that's not the way they're playing now. Very different uh, team. It's almost a, basically a 180 at this point. But yeah, so Judge, I gotta say at least 60 for Judge. It's gonna be hard, like you said. I I agree. It's just it's just you know I I can't count him out. This, the pressure's on him. He knows it. But I think he's you know he's he's just on a roll. And thankfully, <laughs> yeah, he's otherwise up, this yeah. team be dead. Yeah, no, I think he's up for the challenge, and I think, you know, at this point, right, he could say, "Oh, I'm not thinking about it." I mean, but you know, we all know he's yeah. lying. He's obviously thinking about it. Um, oh yeah. So it's, it's just a matter of him how badly does he want it, and you know, will, will the stars align for him at the end of the day too? Right at the end of the day, right? He's he he's put in the work. There's no question about it, but. You know, some stubs got to break your way here and there. And now more than ever, stubs really got to break his way. And you just got to hope that pitchers pitched him and that, you know, he gets the pitches he wants to crank out of the ballpark. That's, that's really all there is to it at this point. Agreed. All right. A few more here, then, um, then we can move on. Who do you think will be AC, the top wildcard team in the American League? Is anyone going to surpass the Seattle Mariners? No. I think that they are really – they are here – and I'm glad that they're here because mm -hmm. they have not been here for the last two decades. Right. Um, and I think they will overtake Tampa if the Yankees do what they need to do and win. We have another series with huh. them this weekend huh. at home. I will be at the Friday night game. Um, God bless you. So, yeah, thanks. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, I just think. You know, I think I think it's a it's it's a young team, and they're hungry. They want it. They have, they basically have their franchise guy locked up for the next four, like 12, 14 years, right? They ate yeah, up all Julio his Rodriguez. yeah, they yep. ate up all his arbitration years, right? So he's in it for the long haul, and you know, I'm happy for him. Literally six months into the into the pros, and he's just literally set for life. I mean, how can you not want any other way? Um, Enjoy the cold Pacific Northwest in the rain. It's all good. For 14 years. At 200 plus million dollars, I would do that. I don't oh, care. Yeah. You're, you're only there for if, the summer. Then you could, he could move to, he could go, go to California or whatever, right? And he does have to, he probably, he probably has an apartment there or something, something small. But, um, yeah, I'm sure. But yeah, no, I want to say Seattle's probably going to, um, probably going to take it. And also because, too, they probably have a lighter schedule, right? Tampa Bay's in the East, right? Seattle's in the West. They only have to worry about the Astros. That's really that's very true. You know the Angels are the Angels are terrible. The Rangers are god awful. My God, are they are they, are they uh, were they um, were they not what we expected? And then you have <laughs> and then you have um, who else am I missing on the West? Uh, I think you pretty much no Houston. No, I'm, I'm missing someone. I'm missing Houston, someone. Seattle, o Oakland, Texas, Oakland, and Oakland and L.A. I was gonna go there. Yeah, I mean, to your point, I mean, they're just god-awful teams. You know what I'm excited for? Not to jump too far ahead. I'm excited for next season to see how Seattle does. I, I got to imagine they're keeping most of these guys, including Winker, um, who I know has not been performing the same as he was in Cincinnati last year. But he's still having a good year, in my opinion. I still love the Mariners' ball club and who they have on their team. 
I, I got to love their chances next season, too. Mm. I, I can't wait to see the type of hell they give the Houston Astros for that ALS next year because I know it's coming. I mean, I can remember in 2019 and 20, 20, more 2019 and previous years, maybe a little bit, the Astros only lost three games to the Mariners. They played them eight, 20, 19, 20 times almost to the Mariners in 2019. They only lost three games to them. This was 2019. Now, it's it. I think the Astros still dominated, but it's not nearly as as dominant as as that. I mean, the Mariners can beat up any team, literally any ball club that they want, and and that's really really scary. Uh, and this is the Mariners are kind of AC like the team that I expected Toronto to be a little bit going into the season. I expected Toronto to be this fire, this um, this fiery offense. You know, could put up runs on you like nothing. Seattle's doing that now, and Toronto's the team that's vitally still struggling, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, they could be the next wild card team. I mean, yeah, I mean, they, I mean, yeah, they could be the the lowest, the lowest wild card seed team. But right, I mean, look, Seattle—they're young, they're hungry, they want it. Right? They have they have a young pitching staff, you know, led by a former Cy Young Award winner. Um, you know, their offense is young and hungry, just like the Blue Jays is. But to your point, right? It's kind of flipped opposite, right? The Blue Jays were expected to do this, right? They were expected to do what the Mariners were doing. The Mariners were not expected to do this. And I think that's going to be the telltale sign going into 2023 with the Mariners is like, okay, you did it when no one was watching. Now people are going to watch. So what are you going to do? Right. Right. It's like, it's like, it's almost like, it's like there was no expectation. So anything that you did that exceeded your minimal expectations is a success. Now they have succeeded in, in more ways than one, especially over the last 60 games and putting up one of the best records in baseball. But right next year, it's like, okay, we everyone knows the potential. Can you do it? Because now people are going to want to beat you, right? And, but also, I will I will say this, right? The Mariners are young. Astros are getting older, right? I mean, look, Altuve is, you know, Altuve is putting up good numbers. Don't get me wrong. Even though he's a cheater, he's putting up good numbers. But, right, he is getting older, yes. right? His prime days are slowly coming to an end. Verlander, I've said it, you know, he proved himself this year having one of the greatest seasons ever at his age. But, right, when is the cliff, right? Father time always wins. When is it going to happen, right? Um, you know, you have, you know, Kyle Tucker. You know, I know you have Kyle Tucker and you have Jordan Alvarez, Um you, you you know they traded for Trey Mancini right who's good but he's still on the little bit he's on the older side right um, you know so so I mean and Alex Bregman too I mean look at one point Bregman was one of the top players in baseball he has really really declined um, over the last couple seasons right he is not hitting for a very high average his power numbers have really diminished in the last two seasons um, when he's not the player he once was um, when they were on their little World Series runs so. Um, that's also concerning too. So I feel like they're they're slowly on a decline. The Astros are, and the Mariners are trajecting upward. So we'll see how they'll probably maybe like. I'm not saying they're gonna meet, but like it'll be interesting to see kind of what happens next year. Because right, the, Agreed. the Mariners are gonna be younger, and the Astros are just gonna keep getting older. They absolutely will. Well, the AL Central got significantly tighter uh, in the past week or so especially, you know, the past few days. Minnesota's now only a game back of Cleveland, the Guardians, I think, as you mentioned before we got started. The White Sox are now only two games back when they were, I think, like six or something like that last I saw. So the White Sox are clearly making a push to come back into this thing and win the division. Now, 
Who will come out ahead in the AL Central? Currently, Cleveland has the lead by a game at least over Minnesota. Do they retain that? Or do the White Sox step up somehow? We've been ragging on the White Sox all season. Do they come back and find a way to retain their what their defending crown? Oh, wow. I mean, I don't know. They could. I mean, look, they're two games out. I mean, and, and what a shitty division this is. My God. That's why, well, we didn't call it. No, no, I'm sorry. We called the NL East the NL least back in the beginning of the year. God, this is a terrible division. I mean, dude, at this point, it's 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 a it's anyone's it's anybody's freaking division at this point. I mean, I don't want the White Sox to win just because I don't want to hear it from Malcolm. Um, <laughs> but but then again, right? If you have a losing record, because right, they have a they they're still like not even they're barely above 500. Right. I mean, that's just they're so, 16 and 67. Uh, that's just pathetic. And even the Guardians, they're only five games above. Yeah, so they're only I, five games. Yeah, so I don't know. That's anybody's at this point. I think it's whoever's the hottest towards the end. I, I think Minnesota's probably going to take the division. Um, you know, I just think they're they're probably a little bit more healthier, and you know, the White Sox have all this drama the whole season around them. Oh um, God, yeah. So I, I think it'll be Minnesota, but I'm not going to put it past the White Sox or the or the Guardians, I should say, because like you said, it's just a two game difference. So you know, and, Do you and, remember, and what's that? And we're in September, right? So you face your division most of this most of this time of the month. Do you remember the 2020 football season when I think it was going into 2021, the 2020 2021 season when the NFC East had basically the Giants, Eagles, Cowboys, and uh, at the time, the Washington football team, I believe. Yes, that, that's, that was their name in that year. That Every single team in that division, AC, finished under 500. And that, one of those teams had to make the playoffs. And that was the now Commanders. <laughs> and that was unbelievable. They were the division champions, and they didn't finish above 500. I mean, I mean, that's what the AL Central kind of reminds me of, even though we have teams above 500 by five games. I mean, this is crazy. Like, take, like, the Astros and the Yankees, for example. Yankees suck, yes, but they are still, I mean, they're still 20, 24, 27 games ahead of 500. Or four games, no, yeah, I think 27. My math could be way off. No, yeah, 27. 27, I think. Yeah, 27 games ahead of 500. Above, mm-hmm. I mean, the AL Central just reminds me of that that year in, in football, where is one division that didn't have a te- a single team above five hundred, yet one team had to win it and make the playoffs. I mean, that's just crazy to me. I I I like Cleveland to hold on, just because it's it's a it's a unique thing for them. They'd never really been in the spot before. It's their first year with a new name, <laughs> um, if that really means anything. I want to say I want to say Cleveland because I'm kind of rooting for rooting for them to take it because I don't want to see Gary Sanchez win any sort of division and I don't want to see the White Sox win. So I'm gonna pull for Cleveland, but my mind goes for Minnesota like you. So I'll I'll probably stay there. Uh, to the to the Twins to win the AL Central. We already we already discussed Pujols. I mean that's that's crazy. Uh, one more, uh, you know, prediction here. Will who do you think will hold on in the, um, I mean, go going forward, right? The matchups, 
as you look at it right now. The Braves obviously hold that top wild card in the National League. I think it's the Mariners in the American League right now. Who eventually gets matched up? Who do you th- who's who, what's the matchup you'd like to see in the playoffs? I think that's the best way I should ask it. If you had to pick two teams right now that ha- that could meet in the first round of the playoffs, who would you like to see? Hmm. They can meet in the first round. Yeah, if you had to pick the matchup, like you're looking at these top wild card teams. And you're looking at something that could possibly happen, right? What would be that matchup you would like to see? Oh, probably, maybe um, probably Toronto, Seattle. It's kind of to your point. Oh, yeah. All right. To your point, right? One team, one team performed, exceeded expectations. The other team didn't, in the sense of right, they were supposed to run away with the division. They never did. Um, you know, so that 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 would be a fun match. I know too, right? Two young teams. Both trying to, you know, make a name for themselves as, as contenders for the for the next decade, you know, should, you know, we should say, um, you know, and it's not a one game playoff anymore, right? I think it's like it's best of three, so you know, it'd be, it'd be interesting, right? And, and and it's kind of in ways, right, the future of the game. So um, that 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 would be a good matchup that I would uh, that I would like to see, um, and it'd be from two teams right now. You know, the Mariners haven't been in the playoffs since two thousand one, and. You know, I know the Blue Jays have been in it recently. You know, in the mid 2010s with Batista and Carnacion, Donaldson, uh, that that yeah. squad. But they didn't do they didn't do much. They didn't do anything, right? They made it to the ALCS once. They lost to the Royals. ALDS. They lost. They lost that one too. So the following year. So I mean, I think they have a lot. They, the the Blue Jays have a lot more to prove if they were to face the Mariners. One hundred percent in that series, if it were to happen, just for the fact of, you know, what the team was supposed to do and what has happened in the most recent years, and that the fact that they didn't get to the World Series. So, one hundred percent. What about you? Is that what you would like to see, or would you like to see something else? Oh, that's a great. It would have to involve Seattle, maybe, maybe Tampa. I, I could see Tampa. You know, I, I could definitely see the Rays. Involved in this sort of a series. Oh no, yeah. I mean, I could see, I could see the Rays involved in this sort of series with with Seattle. I would like to see the Rays. God, the Yankees matching up with Seattle would be would be really really scary to me. But as a as a baseball fan, that would be damn exciting to see the Yankees and the the Mariners play each other. It would have to involve Seattle for me. I mean, there's no contest about that. It would have to be the Mariners. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind. So uh, I would say Mariners, Rays, or basically any team in the AL East. It could be the Yankees versus the Mariners. Really, the Yankees could face anybody at this point. I don't know where the hell they're going to finish. Um, I'm not convinced they're going to win the division at this point. If they do, thank God. But, I mean, if they do somehow... Cool, they don't have to play the Mariners, more than likely. That would be incredible. That would be an incredible matchup. I think whatever the whoever the Mariners play is here's a prediction. I think whoever the Mariners play is gonna get the most the highest ratings by far of any of the ball clubs. Because you gotta remember, they the times will be suited more for the East Coast. That'll hurt the Mariners a little bit. But I think when it comes down to is this team is so exciting to watch. And baseball fans that are tuning in are going to want to see this team. Julio's healthy. And you know what? It's just going to be a great 
uh, thing for baseball to see the Mariners crush in the playoffs and and do so well. Um, that's that's what I would like to see. I think they're going to get the highest ratings of any ball club. Higher than the Yankees and the Dodgers, by the way, in the playoffs. I think the Mariners will. It's a bold statement, my friend. I think so. Yeah, I know. I think that well, I think well, I think more of the games in the East Coast too, but more particularly the games in Seattle if they again, this is all if they get that far, right? Um I think generally speaking people are going to want to see the Mariners. I mean, they're going to have no choice if they get to the World Series, right? Which they very well could. Anybody can at that point, but I I that's my that's my bold prediction if I had to really make one is that they that the ratings would be the highest for the Mariners. But mm-hmm. that's that's excluding a lot of teams though. Yeah. So that's excluding the Yankees, the Dodgers, the two biggest markets in 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 the country, um, some of the biggest markets in the world, you know. So <laughs> got to remember that too. Um, that's also excluding the Mets, you know, and possibly you know the Padres who have all these insane superstars, right? Uh, minus Tatis. So uh, you know anything can really happen. But I just love the. The fire around Seattle. Hey, AC, I got a, I got another um, one more small prediction for you that's kind of fun because this brings me back to the days when we had Justin on the show. Um, Patrick Corbin leads the league in losses. He's got 17 on the season right now. Do you think he gets to 20 in a Nats uniform this season? Nah, there's not enough time. <laughs> He's got, what, maybe two starts left? He can get to 19. He's not getting to 20. That sucks. Do you think he comes in for a bullpen appearance? <laughs> a bullpen appearance and just gets destroyed. What were you gonna say? I mean, I don't. I don't think he'll get destroyed to a bullpen appearance. But I was gonna say. I was gonna say. I remember like this guy was one of the most touted free agents in his in his class. Now I know it wasn't yeah. the most deepest class, but I remember the Yankees wanted him, and and the 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 kicker was they didn't offer him the six year and. You know, I know we kind of kicked ourselves when he won when they won the championship in 2019. But ever since then, I mean, he's, he's been terrible. I think it was so worth the Yankees not getting him. That was he's just collapsed coming off a championship, and he's been. I mean, you want to talk about a pitcher that that went from ten to basically three in a span of a couple of years? I mean, it's unbelievable. I've never seen a pitcher fall off a cliff so fast. You know, it's it's astounding to me. Well, that's the that's the real predictions I have. AC, if you have anything else you'd want to state, um, I think that's all we really have for for the rest of the season. Uh, quite honestly, as far as predictions are concerned, we'll get the other guys' takes. But do you have anything else to add? I mean, there's rookie of the year, but I mean, Julio Rodriguez kind of blocks up AL rookie of the year. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's kind pretty of, obvious. That's, that's a no brainer. I'm I'm really pissed I didn't pick him. I should have because. Going into the season, he was plus seven hundred, and and my dumbass like, well, Bobby Wood Jr. is gonna win it. <laughs> he's having a good season. He's, he's having a good season, but you know, I just, uh, I, 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 I screwed myself on that one. Um, and then the NL, I say Strider. Yeah, for the Braves, especially after what he did. Yes, so. I mean, you know, sixteen Ks. That was seventeen. That helped, or whatever, seventeen. That didn't that help you beat me a couple weeks ago? I don't know. I don't have. I don't have. I don't have Strider. Oh, I thought you had him. Maybe Dom does. No, I, I forget. Probably did. Yeah, I, no, I don't have him. I, I know I was on the losing end of that seventeen Ks. So the, I, I don't like to think about that too much. But yeah, Strider, and then 
Maybe for me, Michael Harris would be the next one for Rookie of the Year mm. on the NL side. And yeah. um, what's that? Both Braves. God. Both, yeah. Both Braves. And then maybe I like Gorman, honestly, after that. Nolan Gorman of the Cardinals. I mean, he's he's a good mm. hitter, too. Yeah, no, he is. He's got time. He's got time, though, to, to after this season to really make a name for himself. But, yeah, if you want to – Bet on them. I wouldn't advise it because they're both heavy, heavy favorites. Like Julio Rodriguez is an example. AC is minus 800 favorite on FanDuel to win the rookie of the year. And Spencer Strider minus 550. How about that? <laughs> wow. That's terrible bets. Both of them. Yeah. Cy Young. Cy Young. Actually, Verlander is only a slight favorite over Dylan Cease. He's minus 155. Alcantara to win the Cy Young minus 300. NL MVP Paul Goldschmidt minus fourteen fifty, and Aaron Judge minus a thousand fifty. So there, there you have it for the odds for the Player of the Awards. So I wouldn't bet any of the guys that we just called out to win because those guys are already heavily favored. <laughs> I got Judge at plus one fifteen back in I think June. Was it June? I took that bet. I think June. I bet Judge to win the MVP, the AL MVP at plus one fifteen. Because I thought he was going to win it by a long shot just watching it. I was like, all right, all he has to do is stay healthy. He's got it. Sure enough, here he is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't consider it a great bet because of because it was a it was a futures. It was a MVP bet. So I there was the value was before the season. But I still like the plus money given what I was watching. But that's okay. I think I called it out here too in the podcast. <laughs> I called out that I took it. Yeah, you so, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I called out that I took Judge to win. Not much money, but I, I, I did call it. Um, so that's that's okay. I think we're in the uh, playoffs for fantasy baseball, AC, right? If I recall. I believe we are. Let's see. I believe we are. Uh, we are... No, this is the final week. Uh, all right. So I get to tank this week and then play Jeff. Sick. I think that's the matchup right now is that you play you play Dom and I play Jeff in the first round. Or the, 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 semi, the semis, basically. Mm-hmm. And the winner. The winner plays in the finals. The winners play in the finals. So that should be... That should be pretty interesting, but I think AC and I are both expecting a Dom versus Jeff um, <laughs> final, which would be very interesting. Yeah. We never came up with a reward, and I'm and I'm disappointed in myself for that. <laughs> well, there's always next year, but yeah, but that but that's something that has to always be discussed prior to prior to the league starting. You can't you can't do it midway through the season because then it's unfair. Yeah, and I think and I think Dom even kept saying like, "Are we going to do rewards?" And we just never came before the season, and we never could come up with anything. I was it, just like, "Because oh, it gives incentive do? to try, right?" That's what we do in my basketball oh, yeah. league, right? We um, <laughs> well, unless the pot's big, in in um, unless you have money in it too, and the pot's big, but like, right? We do a pot, and also we have a an incentive in terms of if you don't lose. So basically, if you lose, there's a punishment. On right. top of the that, winner also getting money, right? If you lose the entire league, right, you have to do a punishment, right? This past year it was the loser had to do the blazing challenge. And <laughs> then we have it. So, like, the loser, whoever's the loser 
gets to pick the challenge for the next year. And next year's is loser has to, I think, take the SATs. Oh my God. So you weren't here, but we had Dom was, Dom was telling us about his fantasy football, um, quote unquote, uh, punishment for the loser. Oh yeah. They have to get... Oh yeah. They have to go on a date with like a big, like stuff. Oh, I told you about that outside the podcast. Yeah. I, yeah, you had to go on, you can, you have to go on a date with Dom's face on the pillow and take a picture with the girl. Um, or if you're a girl in the guys league, I guess, I don't know if there's any girls in that league, but, but yeah, you had to be on a date with the pit, with the pillow and a picture of Dom on it. <laughs> I thought that was genius. <laughs> yeah. That's definitely been done before, but yeah. Oh God. I, I do not want to be the person that, uh, freaking, uh, loses that in that league. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> That'd be Lord, funny. Lordy Lord. I think it's less embarrassing and more funny. <laughs> I can, be, no, I can be embarrassing. God forbid you go to a restaurant where you know people. God. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Well, you got to hope that the girl you're with has been – it's not your first date. You got to hope it's like your your fifth or tenth or you're already in the relationship with them where they know you're, you're messing around. Mm-hmm. You better hope that's the case. <laughs> Otherwise, if it's your first, that's your last. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're bringing Dom's pillow. <laughs> a pillow of Dom on it. I think there's going to be a lot of questions asked. Oh, yeah, for sure. On that date. Like, what the hell are you doing with that pillow? Well, all right. So if we don't have the playoffs, then we could talk about that on Thursday and uh, heading into next Tuesday or whatever. So we should have all the guys here on Thursday. I know Dom will be here. He already told me he'll be here. And Jeff will be here as well. So that should be pretty fun. So we'll have everyone here to make announcements about going forward, the playoffs, everything to do with baseball, and then some. Uh, AC, we uh, we'll be we'll be back here on Thursday, so we will see you all then. Have a good week, everybody. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Swing the Twig podcast. If you really love this show, please give us a five star review and be sure to subscribe. If you have any questions, comments, thoughts, or concerns, email the podcast at swingthetwig at gmail.com. If you want to follow us on social media, go to our Instagram at swingthetwigpod, or you can go on Twitter at swingtwig.